This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon, this is Rudy Giuliani and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show on WABC. Today, um... Today ends a week that has to be one of the more surprising as Greg was walking out. Greg Kelly, who precedes me and does such a great job, I was saying uh, I wake up every day and things happen and things happen that I can't believe could possibly happen. Like this whole thing with Biden (laughs) putting uh, classified documents all over the place. The front page of today's New York Post is the reason reason he should go to jail. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Because if you look at it carefully, you'll see um, that the classified documents that he removed from the uh, White House or from the federal government, uh, far from being uh, held secure, as he said, in his garage. And Ducey, you might remember, you know, jumped on that when when uh, uh, Dumbo said, uh, well, they're, they're secure in my garage. Since when is a garage secure? There isn't, um, there isn't a, a, a thief in New York who can't open a garage in seconds. And believe me, Chinese and Russian intelligence can get in there very easily. But the thing that shocked me is that the classified documents are not locked in the Corvette. They're not locked in a drawer. If you look at the picture on the front page of the post, you will see they are sitting out in the open. It looks like on some kind of tool stand. You can't miss them. You can't walk past a car without seeing top secret how many people read them how many of the bums that hunter biden had in that house got to see them prostitutes he did have a a russian uh, girlfriend who was a spy who was a prostitute that took one of his computers maybe you don't remember that because they like to forget that this that was far from being a secure location it was just the opposite. It's owned by Hunter Biden. Now, a lot of people are surprised by that, but that's because a lot of people don't read and because they bury things. You, you should have known since the first time I revealed it over two years ago that Hunter Biden said to his daughter, I paid all the expenses of this family for 30 years and still have to give 50% of my income to Joe. Now, I want you to think about it. He owns that house because he bought the houses for his parents. 
the uh, crooked federal government and FBI has never subpoenaed the records as any decent prosecutor would have done immediately. But now we know that he owns that house, which was always thought to be Joe's house. Well, it is Joe's house and it is Joe's money that he used because that money was to bribe Joe. That's why he got half of it. That's why Hunter paid all the expenses with it. It's a way of laundering it. It's a way of doing it that, by the way, they borrowed from the Chinese. It's called Chinzo. Instead of a direct bribe to you or to your wife, because your wife has to do a financial disclosure form, you do it through a son or a daughter or a brother or a sister that then takes care of all your expenses gets as much money to you as possible, and then you used offshore bank accounts. There's a woman waiting in Ukraine to talk to the FBI who says she has the numbers of all the offshore bank accounts. Uh, She's waiting for Bill Barr. Well, uh, that was, uh, let's see, January of 2020. She's been waiting since then to explain to Bill Barr how money was being laundered to the vice president of the United States. But Bill Barr didn't think it was important enough to interview her. In fact, even though she was claiming she was operating under risk of death and wanted to be in our witness protection program and would only uh, avail herself of that if she proves her worth. In other words, was able to give us the, 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 the bank accounts and the money was there. And she claimed she had information on other American politicians. I wonder who they are. I never got to meet her. I got to deal with an informant who put me and Bob Costello in touch with her. And at the request of Barr, I delivered all that information to the FBI and the U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh. And then the woman was frantically calling us because the FBI was never contacting her. And then tragically, we lost contact with her. Now, her husband was probably killed by Biden's employer, Mykola Zloshevsky, and, uh, and the guy who paid uh, for uh, Joe fixing the case. Zloshevsky was the employer of Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. And what his real purpose was was to get Joe to fix the case for him. You wonder why the guy, uh, Hunter, is a degenerate drug addict. Well, if your father puts you in that business at 18 years old, Joe, that's the way the kid's going to turn out, which indicates what an evil man you are to have done that to your son. You're kind of repeating it with the grandchild by disowning her, right? The kid's going to have a real problem when she starts reading about you and finds out you disowned her. Well, maybe not because everything's coming out on you now, and I know what a miserable crook you are. I mean, she may be glad that she's not associated with you. Let's listen, uh, if we can, because gosh almighty, he does such a good job of it. Man, this kid is a hell of a reporter. Let's uh, go to uh, cut nine with with, uh, Mr. Ducey. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. 
Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Really? A locked garage? A locked garage on the street. Uh, a neophyte uh, burglar in New York City can get into a garage, Joe. Probably you can't because you're so damn stupid. But almost anybody else could. And then, uh, Joe, why didn't you put the classified documents... Why don't you put them right on the door of the garage? I mean, you basically had them right in the open. You had to pass them every time you went in and out of that car. I mean, I I don't think Peter had seen the picture yet when he questioned you. But, man, would I love to cross-examine you. Once got a congressman to confess on the witness stand by breaking him down. But I could crack you, Joe. That guy was a lot smarter than you are. Uh, let's listen. Now, let's listen to number 10. Thank you, Corrine. Another one on GarageGate. What is the White House trying to hide? Nothing. Someone gave the president a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete at best, misleading at worst. Who? So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday and what he said. He said that he will, he respects or he takes classified information and documents very seriously. That's what he said. He said that he did not know that the, the records were there. He does not know what's in them. He said that. You heard from him directly on this. And his team has been cooperating fully, fully. And not only that, again, I'll say this. The attorney general said this himself, that he heard from the team shortly after. So we have laid out... Laid okay, out, we can, we can, uh, we can, we can, what, co- we've, we've heard enough from her. Uh, they've cooperated fully my backside. Those documents have been missing for six years. They've been missing for six years. It's not like Trump's documents just uh, taken from the White House and put it in a secure location and they've been going back and forth on it and they came to inspect them. They actually came to inspect the documents to make further requests about conf- about security and were accepted. These were, in essence, stolen, taken away without any knowledge on the part of anyone until now. And then, what are you trying to hide? You found out about it on November 2nd. And since then, it's been like a field day on Trump and classified documents. You know, uh, Biden saying he's irresponsible and other people accusing him of being a traitor. And the fact is that the statute that covers the president is not even clearly a criminal statute. A president may have no criminal penalties for this. But you do, Joe, because you weren't president. You're not covered by the Presidential Record Act, where, you know, up until that was passed, these were the president's records. So the president has a different kind of interest in these records than you do. And he can classify and declassify. You can't. You probably still think you can't because you refer to Harris as President Harris. And let's go, uh, let's go to number 11 to see how transparent 
these crooks are being. When will the White House release a log of visitors to the Wilmington House? You know, um, Peter, you've asked this question, or as your colleagues have asked this question before. Let's not forget uh, what we did here in this White House. We instituted something that the last administration got rid of, which is putting out the White House, uh, putting, uh, making sure that there was a White House log, extensive White House log, so the American I mean, people got to see again, again, unsecured, well, classified I, material. Again, I am telling you, we did something that the last administration got rid of, which is instituting the White House logs. Uh, did you ask the last administration why they got rid of the White House logs? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Well, we did Fox did? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Okay, I, maybe Trump was hiding something. I don't know. But what, the question is very specific. You've got classified documents sitting in a garage right out in the open on what looks like a tool bench by a guy who can't remember doing it and they've been there maybe for five years all of a sudden he comes up with them on 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 uh on the second of november a couple of days before the election then conceals it then finds more well we'll be back with this interesting saga in a few minutes and then plenty else to cover and the mayor's final thoughts Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. Uh, I I just want to point out uh, something that I think is very, very important and uh, a clear distinction that makes a very big difference here. The law that covers President Trump is different than the law covering President Biden for the simple reason that President Trump, when he removed the documents, was president of the United States, and uh, Biden was vice president. So President Trump's actions are governed by the Presidential, uh, the presidential uh, Papers Act, and the actions of the vice president are uh, covered by uh, a different law that, uh, that involves federal papers papers in general. The Presidential Records Act has a lot of instructions about how the president has to handle these documents because it was a change from our history. Historically, presidential papers, all of them belong to the president. So he took whatever he wanted and left behind anything he wanted to. No one had a right to oversee that. When the Presidential Records Act was passed uh, during Watergate, uh, the president is, is allowed to keep the papers for whatever purpose he wants, but the official papers belong to the United States. So he's allowed to go through them, and he's allowed to go through them to take out truly personal papers that would be his, and also to decide which ones he wants to keep. And then they have to be given to the archivist, and he keeps them officially. That's the process that Trump was going through. Every president has gone through that. I don't know. I'm sorry how long it's taken, if Trump took longer or shorter. I do know that Obama took a lot of papers in order to digitize them and had them for what would amount to years, and nobody made any kind of a thing about it. And by the way, Obama never digitized them. 
because Obama found out what I found out when I digitized mine and ran for mayor. And my political consultant said, you're a jerk. They're going to go figure out everything about your administration in a second and criticize you. You just spent all that money and raised it to get yourself crucified. Well, I don't know about Obama. He's a prince. He wouldn't, they wouldn't do that to him. But in any event, he's never digitized him, even though he promised to do it. Uh, I think if you went back and looked, you would see this dispute going on with lots of different presidents. And it isn't a dispute. It's who keeps it. It's getting to it. I mean, it's the last thing any one of these people is thinking about are these records. Uh, but in any event, there are no criminal penalties under the Presidential Records Act. And it sure looks like it precludes the uh, uh, Federal Papers Act. Because it, sa- it says nothing about it, and it says nothing about there being any penalties for the obligations that are placed on a former president. And, and it would make sense because there was a time in which these were his records. And in some ways, the Presidential Records Act retains a certain right for a president to have more access than someone uh, usual. And finally, the president is the final arbiter of whether something is classified or not, not the vice president. The vice president is covered by two statutes called 18 U.S.C. 641, Public Money, Property, or Records Act, and then uh, uh, 2071, which is Concealment, Removal, or Mutilation Generally. This is a statute that Hillary Clinton made a mockery of by destroying uh, 33,000 government documents. 33,000 government documents. I don't know if anybody's ever destroyed 33,000 government documents, but Hillary didn't see the inside of a jail. I mean, there have been people in the service who have given, who have lost a, uh, a, 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 a classified document, said, I don't, I don't remember losing it. You don't have to remember, Joe. It's not going to, def- and they went to jail for four or five years. But not if you're a Democrat. You can destroy 33,000 records. And it's OK. 18 U.S.C. 2071, although it doesn't say it here, doesn't apply to Democrats, big shot Democrats, because if it applies, Biden is guilty as hell. The front page of The New York Post makes it clear beyond any doubt. There he is with a big, stupid smile on his big, stupid face. And right behind him, sitting wide open, are classified government documents, which he removed from the White House. The statute makes that a crime. Three years in jail, and catch this, disqualification from holding public office. They're stuck, aren't they? They were going to do this to Trump, weren't they? That's why they were using this, even though it doesn't clearly apply to a president. And they can't now, because if they do, they're going to have to put Dopey Boy in prison when he gets out of the White House. Probably they have a, um, they got some kind of a home for demented people, I'm sure, in prison. Well, we'll be back uh, right after the break, and we've got lots of other subjects to cover and your calls. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show on WABC. Um, Let's remember uh, Paul Johnson, who passed away. Paul Johnson was a great, great journalist and historian who 
made the switch from a very, very liberal young youngster to a very uh, cons- the rather conservative uh, middle age and uh, an older uh, scholar and, and journalist. And uh, his uh, book, Modern History, back in the 80s, uh, was uh, pretty much defined the era. Um, but he wrote, wrote over 50 books. Uh, ranging uh, from uh, the the Wall Street Journal points out from Socrates to Queen Elizabeth I, wrote a lot on religious history. He was a Catholic, and uh, wrote a lot about art and architecture. But his best work was 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 history, and had a, had an unusual um, had an un, un, unusual uh, uh, feel for the um, for the modern world. And in uh, 2006, he was given the U.S. Presidential Medal of Freedom by President George W. Bush. Also, I should point out that um, there's been an increase in the number of UFO sightings to 510. No one's seen an alien yet, but there have been 510 sightings. I don't know. I see plenty of aliens. I don't know which boy walking around. Um, So let's go now to Jim in Brooklyn. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Jim. How you doing? I think conservatives are making a huge mistake blaming everything on Biden. Biden is the guy. He's in the position to push the buttons and, you know, get things done. But it was Biden's not a lone operator. He's following orders. This guy was on the communist side during the Cold War. He was against the, the Contras. He supported the Sandinistas. It was a well-organized movement. When you say Biden, this guy, you mean uh, uh, Biden was on the side of uh, the communists. Right. He was part of yeah, I know, and, and that, that, uh, that institute where he kept uh, part of the uh, uh, documents, something like 20 percent of the uh, expenses are paid by Red China. But he was put in office by a group, Council for a Livable World, which is connected to the communist group Institute for Policy Studies. But let me real quick here, I'll try to do sure, it. Sure, yeah. Biden was placed in office, right? It was the media. It was never Trumpers. It was rhinos. It was FBI, CIA, deep state foundations, election fraud. This is a massive movement. So what's happening now, now that things are going bad, things look bad. It looks like the left may start giving up Biden. I think so. That that means the enemy, the foundations, the movement that's in charge will get a clean break. The people who attacked Trump are the people who helped Biden get in office. So they're all responsible for the drugs. I agree with you. The fentanyl, the collapse of our country. This is a movement. It's not just Biden. He's the face of it because he's the president. He's the one we see. But if he gets all the blame, if he's out of office, the movement then is untouched and people don't realize what it is. Chef's speech in 1992, and Gorbachev talked about a new world order. He said bigger than any other previous stage of development. He's talking about stage of development. That's Marxism. Yeah. So what Gorbachev said in 1992, what's coming is bigger than the Marxist movement. This is the globalist, the communist, the world economic forum. This is all one solid movement. And the only thing trying to stop it was MAGA. Therefore, anybody who opposes MAGA are part of the enemy, whether they realize it or not. MAGA was about keeping us out of world government, giving the country back to the American people. I mean, Trump 
parachuted into the midst of this major movement that's going on for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, I don't years. think, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, and I don't think he would mind if I said, I don't think he even realized I didn't completely what he got in the middle of. He now does. But it was much bigger. I mean, a lot of these things seem like separate anomalies, you know, separate things that were going on, all that were bad. But, you know, it took the last couple of years to see that this is all part of one determined uh, uh, philosophy. Uh and, you know, Biden is too stupid to make all these dumb decisions anyway. Somebody else has to be making them. When they say, you know, uh, these decisions seem so dumb, uh, Biden is making them. Somebody else is making these decisions, not Biden. And I think Obama's taking them out now. I think the order to get him out, I mean, I, I'm not 100% sure of this, Jim, but I think that uh, uh, Obama has pretty much figured we've had enough of him. Right. They're going to get a clean break to continue the revolution against us. If, if Biden gets all the blame, this is like the Soviet Union. Every few years gets a new leader. And every time they get a new leader, it looks like he's a break with the past. And the media says, oh, Andropov, a mass murderer. They says, oh, he's, he likes Western music. He, he drinks bourbon. He likes jazz. You know, they're too, they're, they're too smart not to do it, too, because this guy could go on them any day. Meaning the disease that he has, if you study it, uh, does often uh, result in someone just very, very surprisingly waking up one morning and not being able to speak and not being able to remember anything. And then they go into, like, God forbid, the terrible things. we rem I remember the happenings of Ronald Reagan when he just went off into – this could happen to him in the next year. And if it happens to him while he's president, it's going to be really, really tough on the Democrat Party. They're going to get blamed for putting him there. So I think they're starting to get worried and they have to look at life after Biden because they know they can't run this guy uh, despite what he's saying. They can't run him against anyone, Trump or anyone else in 2024. So I think you're right. I think he's on his way out. And uh, I mean, look, these uh, communist stations are covering it. They would uh, a year ago, they wouldn't have covered stuff like this. Uh, they, I mean, some of the crimes that he committed in the past were clearer and bigger and 31 million from China. They didn't cover that. <laughs> and, they're, and they're covering his garage. Let's go to Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Rudy. I've been working out at the gym. I don't watch CNN, but they have CNN next to Fox, and I keep seeing the promos for the What Happened to America's Mayor. And just want to say, um, I it's think terrible. I fell doing... apart. I, it's a, I'm an alcoholic. I I I, uh, I have I wake up and I have a drink every. I, one 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 person uh, claimed every morning I wake up and I have a drink. Right. <laughs> I do. I have a drink of water or diet coke. I mean, I do. Or coffee. I make great coffee. Do you know that? I'm yeah. a, I, I'm a I'm, I'm sort of a barista. I do it myself. Buy the grounds, mix them. But I'm a drunk. I'm the only drunk that's been, that for 77 years was able to keep his job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hasn't gone to rehab. I mean, it's amazing the stuff they write about me. But you know, do you know it rolls off my back? I, I had I spent an hour and a half with uh, with President Trump uh, last week, and we were just laughing. He said, "We're probably the only two that laugh at this stuff." That's what's a great up? attitude to have. What's up? And my my theory is because a lot of the they loved you, even the liberals and the CNN, 
a lot of the white liberals after 9-11 and your leadership and you cleaned up the city. But then when you supported Trump oh. and went after the laptop, oh, you're the laptop, Biden, the, so then they flipped. That's when I was, a Russian, I was a Russian agent. I was working for the Russians with that laptop. John like Mac Isaacs, I didn't know, was a Russian. He got it from uh, Majigorsk. That's where it came from. It was all written. You know, I, you know, I'm the one who translated it into English. It was all in Russian. And I spent days and days, because I am quite brilliant. I, I put it all into English to fool everybody. While you were drinking vodka, well, right? Russian vodka. <laughs> of course. I mean, what else? That's what I have in the morning. At night, I, you know, at, t- at night I tend to go for, a, for any, you know, other things, like Chinese stuff, because I stick with the communist stuff. Man, we should do yeah, a com- I, you and I should do a comedy show together. What do you think? Oh, definitely. <laughs> and um, I think they um, hate you because you're not supporting what they support. Like my cousin, I had told you, her father was an organized crime figure in New Jersey, so she hated you because you prosecuted successfully the five families in New York. In Man, New York, that was so horrible. I, I mean, <laughs> I put these murderers in jail. I mean, one guy I put in jail murdered 13 people. I used to say to him, don't you feel unlucky you haven't gotten stuck on 13? And I think the guy wanted to get out so he could do 14 so he wouldn't be unlucky, but I never let him out. I mean, I yeah, yeah. There, there were people that got angry at me for going after the mafia. You know, uh, Biden is worse than some of the mafia guys that I've dealt with. I mean, they cared about their family more. I mean, a lot of mafia guys would not have used, um, would not have used their son in such, in such a scummy way as he has. Particularly since the kid, you know, from early on had this addictive personality situation. They would have shielded him from shielded him from the terrible life that he Biden led and give given the kid a chance to have his own a decent life. But I mean, he, he, he had him. You think about the people he had Hunter working with. They're some of the worst criminals in the world. My Zloshevsky, and and the, one of the things that hurts with the Ukrainian thing is the names are so difficult. But my Zloshevsky is the guy who was the head of Burisma. He was he was basically uh, the guy who supplied all the bribe money for for Joe, and uh, and he was Hunter's boss. Uh, the guy's the guy's a member of Ukrainian organized crime. He's not. He's like. John Gotti, or uh, it, when when he came when, when he came out of government, Zloshevsky after he took all of the properties for all the all the oil and gas properties for himself and his partner, who was running the company while he was in government. Within about six months, his his partner ran into a ran his car into a tree. Conveniently, because it gave him the whole company then. Yeah, and he and he cheated the wife out of uh, anything that she was supposed to get. That this is what we're talking about. These are people who murder. Um, the spy chief for China was his business partner. These are these are his own words, by the way. I'm not. I'm not. These are right in the right in the hard drive. Even now, they don't they don't put the worst things out. They don't put the things out like he about how he was a danger to minor children. And Joe did nothing about it. Guy's a real creep. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Joseph in uh, in Connecticut. 
Hello, Mayor Giuliani. Um, I want to talk about Obama, but first, uh, Paul Johnson. I remember reading The Intellectuals in the late eighty by him. That influenced and uh, brought some good knowledge. It influenced me, about, me a lot. Uh, he influenced me a lot. He, he wrote a history of the modern world that influenced me a lot. Then I read many, many of his books after that. The American People. He wrote. I have that about eight, nine hundred pages. Tremendous mind. But uh, with you know, going back to these uh, papers that were taken out of the White House, Obama should would have known about that. This was six years ago. Um, and uh, so what you were alluding to, that he might behind, uh, be behind this, the downfall of Biden, uh, I kind of agree with that. Well, you know, I want you to remember this. Biden, I mean, Obama had to know all about the crooked deal in Ukraine. He had to. It was in the New York Times back in 2015. And this is about when he's taken the documents out in 2015. The New York Times did an article, and then they never repeated it, raising how unethical and how strange it was that the vice president's son was working for this criminal in Ukraine when the vice president was in charge of distributing money to the Ukraine and was supposed to reduce the corruption in the Ukraine. And here his son is working for one of the most corrupt people in the Ukraine. So now if I'm thinking of when I was mayor, if something was written about a commissioner of mine like that, I I would have called them in immediately, right? Or if I missed it somehow, my chief of staff or my counsel would have walked in and said, "Mayor, we got a we got a problem with the uh, with the deputy mayor. My God, his son is involved with a organized criminal, and he's involved with a guy who uh, a guy who stole all this property, a guy who's pro Russia and friendly to Putin." And I'd have called I'd have called the, him in. And said, hey, what the hell's going on with your son? Well, I'm not my son. And I'd say, bull, you're not your son. He said, well, I don't discuss these things with my son. I said, well, that's worse. If you don't discuss it with him, we don't know what kind of conflicts he has. He could be doing business with the worst people in Ukraine. And he was. I mean, that whole answer that I don't discuss it with him, which the press accepts, is the answer of a guy who was left back in the third grade who's stupid. And the press just accepts it. That's the biggest conflict of all, if you don't know what's going on. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll come back with the mayor's final thoughts. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. The Mayor's Final Thoughts are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org and help our heroes, those who lose their lives protecting us or the ability to ability to use their bodies in the way they should, and then they build smart homes for them. Give them maximum amount of independence. Make your $11 donation now, okay? So uh, I think my final thoughts for today is how we live in a time in which anything can happen. 
I, 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 uh, oh, some years ago, I might be four, might be five, might be six. I was very dismissive of the conspiracy theorists and all this could never happen. That could never happen. If you told me we were going to elect a demented man as president, I would have said, you're crazy. If you would have told me we were going to elect a man who's taken bribes for 30 years and there's proof after proof after proof after proof in his son's hard drive and in texts from him himself and documents and video recordings, I'd have said, you're nuts. It never would happen. Something has gone wrong and it needs to be fixed. And it's probably deeper than than we realize, and it has to do with our morality. It has to do with the kind of people, uh, not all of us and not every single one of us, but uh, the way our people can be manipulated because they're missing a solid core from which you can analyze that manipulation and reject it. And it starts with a solid moral core and then a solid intellectual core. And I don't mean being a genius. I mean basic common sense. Uh, We're probably overwhelmed by too many people that have been um, manipulated. And and I think uh, 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 Jimmy gets it right when he says this is planned. It's not – this is not accidental. This is part of a communist conspiracy that goes back to the, well, I guess really about the 1850s. And if you spend your time reading about it, you, you, you will see that what I'm saying to you all comes together in the writings of Marx and Engels and, and then the latter-day Marxist uh, Alinsky and, you know, students of theirs like Obama and Hillary both was a, were students of Alinsky. Uh, and uh, the co- red Chinese are paying for the Biden foundation, uh, the Biden foundation where he left the classified material. Very secure, huh? One uh, one is a foundation uh, financed by the uh, red Chinese and the other is a garage where he leaves it out in the open for the whole world to see. And then he tries to explain how, how that's secure. What's going on? Well, you've got to change this. You've got to become more serious about voting, about politics, about the role that politics has in our life and in what kind of an America we're going to pass on to our, ch- our, our children because we're at a very serious uh, point here of great deterioration. Uh, the morality of this country is probably at its lowest ebb what did it? What did it? What did it? It, it accepts, uh, kind of uh, described a while back as defining deviancy down by uh, Senator Moynihan. But these things have to push us to work harder, to work harder at making ourselves better people, and to work harder at studying and reading and developing our own base of knowledge and information from which to evaluate things and not just accepting what uh, people say. If you go to my podcast at, you know, RudyGiulianiCS.com, don't just listen to what I say. Look at what I present as proof and see if you agree with me. You might interpret it differently, and I, I welcome that.
but I'll but I try when I when I say things, particularly if they are uh, of consequence. I try to give you in those podcasts. I can't always do it on the radio because we don't have the time and it isn't visual. But in the podcast, going back to the very beginning of the Biden scandals, I presented you with the testimony of the prosecutor. No one's taken his testimony but me, the actual prosecutor who was fired. You can listen to him. First, you can hear him because we originally had an audio recording of, of, of him. And then, and then you can look at him and you can make your own decisions about it. I don't I don't want to lecture to you. I want to teach you. And then you make up your mind. I want to present it to you. And you rev- that's what a strong country is about. Independent minded, decent, good people. We just need more of it. God bless you. God bless America. We're on Sunday. That's Rudy Giuliani. America's mayor. The mayor of New York City. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.